almost daily devotional? Did I just give myself a new label? Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is gspn.tv. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Almost Daily Devotional. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and today I'm going to talk about a new label that I may have just given myself. Well, my friends, I have been reading a, a book called The Next Christians by Gabe Lyons. I was recommended uh, to read this book by my good friend D.G. Hollams, and it is a wonderful read so far. And one of the things that I'm going to share with you is that I'm not a huge fan of labels. I'm just not. Uh, labels kind of, um, they, they, they kind of... Uh, well, I just don't like them. Okay, how about that? I just don't like labels. And and oftentimes, I you know, if somebody asks me, you know, are you a Christian? I don't know that I actually even like that label. Although I know exactly what that word means, and yes, to what I would consider to be a Christian, I am I am not ashamed to say that I am a believer in Jesus Christ and that I follow Him and that I that I see Him as my Lord, my Savior. I believe that that you know he created all things and he created a place that was beautiful and loving and I believe that Jesus Christ uh one you know created it all so that that I could experience a life with God and I recognize and believe as a Christian that that you know because of the original sin of Adam and Eve that that you know sin was introduced into the world and i understand that there was penalty for sin which is death separation from god i understand and believe that jesus christ came to this earth as god in human flesh and basically that that he lived a blameless life and although he was god he gave up all his rights to all the power and lived a human life and lived blamelessly and and died on a cross for our sins and suffered for our, the, our penalty and that if we have faith in him that he uh, and in his the his death and resurrection uh, brings us back into a right relationship with God then we are saved from the the separation that we were once uh, in from God and I believe that Jesus is going to come again and that he is going to restore the original intent for God's creation. These things, I, I am not ashamed of them at all. But here's the deal. There are so many different people who have a different understanding of what it means to be a Christian. You know, there are those know-it-all do-gooders. There are the Bible thumpers. There are the people who are holier than thou. There are the people who just can't, you know, say, you know, more than five sentences without introducing God into the conversation. There are the people who do this. There are the people who do that. And you know what? A lot of those things, I understand where they're coming from. And do you know what? There were many times when I was that type of Christian myself. I was. Now, in this book, Gabe Lyons was talking about and 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 helping somebody to understand, you know, who Christians are and 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 you know 
basically broke it down into a few categories. And of course, this is where those labels come in. And I, I definitely don't, you know, if somebody asked me, what denomination are you? It's like, I'm not a denomination. I I follow Christ. You know, I, I that I'm a, you know, if you have to call me a Christian, depends on what your understanding of the word Christian is, because I may or may not be one of those. But in my definition of Christianity and what I what a Christian is, I am a Christian. I follow Christ. I, you know, at this point in my life, right now, I can honestly say that I wake up and I put God first. I seek Him daily, and I trust in Him. And I'm trying my best every day through His power and through His grace to do the things that He calls me to do, that He lays on my heart. And I'm trying to trust in Him to provide for my every daily need. I that. I am that guy, but man, don't ask me to tell you if I'm, you know, if I'm a, you know, an evangelical, if I'm a mainline, if I'm a, 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 a Calvinist, or uh, if I'm a Methodist, or if I'm a, you know, a fan of John Wesley, or all these other things, you know, that stuff's been going on since the early days of the church. You know, it's like Paul had to sit there and say, I hear some of you are arguing. It's like, well, so-and-so baptized me, and so-and-so. He's like, listen, did Apollos die for you? No. Did did I, the Apostle Paul, did I die for you? No. Get rid of this foolish argument. Who cares who who who's teaching? We follow Christ. Anyway, so I, I've never been a huge fan of labels. I feel like you know, I, I, I'm my life is too complex. My my mind and my thoughts and the things God. I'm I'm a cliff. I'm a cliffist. You know that I'm a meist. You know the the things that I, I'm where I am today and 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 who I am today. Hopefully, will be different than who I am a year from now. And so, if I were to explain to you, you know, my thoughts and. It, Hopefully, by this time next year, God's taught me so many more things and revealed so much and caused me to change so much that I don't even I don't even think, act, or look anything like what I do today. So how can you put a label on me today? But I do want to say that I found a label that seems kind of fitting. And and there and, and I believe that, you know, um Gabe Lyons in this book, he he throws out some labels that actually do make a lot of sense. And I think that we can all kind of uh, find our personality in the way that we carry out our lives day to day. To day. Um, hold on one second. Sorry about that. My wife sent me a text message and she's shipping something for me over at the post office and I wanted to respond to her. So anyway, um, where was I at? Oh, I don't remember now. Anyway, um, oh, you know, he was in this book, uh, the, the Next Christians, he was, he was giving some labels that I think, you know, we can probably, all of us will fit somewhere into some of these labels. And and it, it they're not the same type of labels that I've heard over and over again. And so I'm, I'm sort of okay with the labels that he came up with. And I was kind of, I was actually really shocked by these labels. I'm going to read them to you. I'm pulling it up on my Kindle right now. Okay, I've got it here, and it says, uh, okay, so basically these labels are labeling Christian interaction with cult, current culture. So these these labels are applied to people in the ways that they interact with the current culture here in America, by the way. Okay, so there, the two, there are two main categories, uh, and he suggests that future Christians are going, are entering into a third new category. Um, although I think even he might say that it's not all that new, but, but it, 
anyway. I, I, but then again, he does kind of reference as, as new. So let me just read to you the, the two big labels, and there are some sub-labels underneath of it. You have separatist, separatists and culturalists, all right? Under separatists, he has three different breakdowns. You've got insiders, cultural war, culture warriors, and evangelizers. And he talks about the, you know, the, the, the strengths of each of these groups of people, but he also talks about how, you know, there are some negative aspects to the way that, you know, these groups interact with culture and, and live out their faith in their daily lives. And just to give you an idea, insiders are, are the folks that, that you may know, and, and I've certainly been an insider in some areas of my life at certain points in my journey, but insiders are people who, you know, they, they <coughs> excuse me, they isolate themselves from the world. They, they attend Christian, they, they want their kids to attend Christian schools. You know, they go to, they listen to Christian music only. They only uh, will watch family-friendly Christian movies. They, um, you know, they only do, they only go to Christian activities, Christian concerts, um, you know, if there was a Christian bowling alley, they they would go to the Christian bowling alley. If it's going to be a bookstore, it's only going to be the Christian bookstore. Um, those are the insiders. They're always, you know, they're walled off in a way from um, the 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 world, if you will. And it's not that they're they're you know they basically they want to win the world. They want the world. They want people to convert to become insiders like the, them. But but insiders are pretty much in their own world. Uh, you've got culture warriors. These are people who are separatists from they're they're isolated from the world. Uh, but what they want to do is they want to combat the world and they want to restore the culture. They want the culture to change to be go- come back to this place of where we are a Christian nation. And you know this is the you know the Farwells and the you know the other people who would you know political activism and and stuff like that in the name of Christianity and trying to bring back. A, a Christian worldview into, let's say, American politics or into the, in, into the normal, injected into the normal way that our culture works. And, um, you know, so that, that's culture warriors. And then you have the evangelizers. Now, they're separatists as well because they, you know, they isolate themselves from the world, but they are trying to inject themselves in but the the really a, a great purpose for them of injecting themselves in the world is an investment in hopes that there'll be a return on that investment which is saved you know people converting to Christianity. Now of course these are over over generalized and and maybe I'm even being a little bit more harsh than Gabe Lyons is. <clears throat> if you want you can read the book it's called The Next Christians. Anyway, then you have the culturalists, and you and there are two categories here. You have bl- blenders and philanthropists, and the blenders are people who blend in so well with culture that, to be honest with you, you probably can't really tell them apart from non-Christians. You know, yes, they believe, they go to church, they may even have certain spiritual disciplines, but it's really not a public thing, and they really don't speak out very much at all, and, uh, you know, support if maybe somebody were to ask them that, yeah, they would give the answer to the reasons for the hope that they have, and they would certainly do it with some gentleness and respect, but it's it's not really on their mind. Their, their end goal, their end game in building relationships with people isn't so that they'll convert them to Christianity. Uh, they don't spend a ton of time thinking about, you know, the, you know, the end times. They, they are 
you know they're in, they're actively interacting in culture and in and and you know that that's it that that's that's who they are um philanthropists are people who you know they do good things they do good deeds in the community they are they're involved in the culture these are the people who will do things for the arts these are the people who will be out there they'll feed the homeless they'll do all of these other things and he says the the only drawback to this is sometimes these folks can get so caught up in you know their works that that they really depend on their works to actually make them feel good about the relationship with God. Now again, all of that completely overgeneralized, and that's not even why I'm here. And 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 I certainly don't consider myself to be a separatist, and I do not consult consider myself to be one that's a blender or a philanthropist. And so that's where I'm coming up with a label that that he shares as as far as the people who are moving forward. He says I began uh, unfolding a third way of Christian expression that seemed to be emerging. Those who followed this third way were forging a new frontier and breathing life into the world. These people known as restorers. Now, listen to this. This is, this is what he says about uh, restorers, and this is just excerpts from different areas of the, the chapter that, pre, that goes right after that statement. Here's the first paragraph that I'm going to share with you. He says, I've observed a new generation of Christians who feel empowered. Restorers exhibit the mindset, humility, and commitment that seems destined to rejuvenate the momentum of the faith. They have a peculiar way of thinking, being, and doing that is radically different from previous generations. Telling others about Jesus is important but conversion is not their only motive. Their mission is to infuse the world with beauty, grace, justice, and love. To basically live out their relationship with Jesus Christ in a real, authentic, humble way and to inject love and beauty and infuse that into the world. You know, that, that's what we're here for, is, is to, to just give of ourselves. Now, here's the other thing is, he says, they are purposeful about their careers and generous with their time and their possessions. They don't separate from the world or blend in with the world. Rather, they thoughtfully engage in this culture. Listen to this. They, you know, I love this because I don't believe I separate myself from the world at all. Um, I don't, I don't treat Christians or non-Christians any differently when it comes to my friends. I, I am equally uh, building relationships with both, and I certainly don't blend in with. I don't even blend in with the normal Christians these days. Um, you know, I, I, there are some things that, that are said by certain leaders and I'm just like, yeah, I just don't know if I buy into that. I really don't. Uh, nope. That's too much on the evangelical side. I grew up there and you know what? I just, you know, I, I, I used to believe it just cause I was taught it and that was the way, but no, I'm not sure that's for me. I, I, I don't, I don't know that I believe that's doctrinally sound. And so I don't blend in there, and I certainly don't blend in with all of my non-Christian friends. You know, I certainly have some some standards that God has placed in my heart and my life that that I I'm uniquely following, 
And so I don't blend in completely, but I am thoughtfully engaged in relationships with believers and non-believers alike. And my desire is to not convert the non-believers. That's not my ultimate end goal. Yeah, do I desire to see people come to Christ? Absolutely. I desire everyone to come to faith in Jesus Christ. But it's not my it's not my uh, mission. It's not to to go out and convert them. You know, my my idea is that you know God will lay it upon people's heart, and if and if the opportunity arises, somebody wants to talk, then yeah, I'll be there. But I want to infuse this world with love and beauty and justice and grace and 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 the things that God has laid on my heart. And then I'll read to you this one last thing, and I'll just kind of wrap up today. But this is a, the last thing he says about restorers. He says, the perspective they exhibit is not a new Christian idea. It's actually quite old. But what's fa- fascinating to see is how they have latched onto one concept in particular and applied it to every area of their life. Their faith activity is not restricted to religious activities, but carries over into every day of the week and every aspect of their careers, their relationships, and social lives. These are the people he calls restorers and the future Christians. And that's the name of the book, The Future Christians. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes, my friends. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. If you like the Almost Daily Devotional, will you head over to gspn.tv slash plus and see how you can help participate in supporting this content. God bless you all. Until next time, join the community.